If you knew who God made you to be, you will never want to be anyone else. Bill Jensen. Welcome to Living at Your Finest Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Babs. I'm a triple board certified family, obesity, and lifestyle medicine physician, and I am the founder of Living at Your Finest Wellness, a holistic direct primary care practice. Did you know that 80% of lifestyle-related chronic diseases within our communities are preventable with poor diet being the primary culprit? Now, contrary to what we thought, that it was our unfortunate genes, the good news is that we can make changes together to improve our health and quality of life. So that's what this podcast is all about. The Living at Your Finest podcast is devoted to helping families to live at their finest well-being using a holistic approach with a healthy lifestyle to nourish and flourish as a whole, vibrant, and healthy champion. So join me and my guests as we share transformational and sustainable skill sets from our health and wellness journey to support you and your families in achieving ultimate well-being. Ready to live at your finest? Well, let's get to it. The If Only Trap, Chapter 8. <laughs> that is a very interesting title, If Only Trap. And what does that mean, actually? Yeah, we say this to ourselves all the time. If only I waited and did not eat that donut. Or if only I started exercising. This is like fast forward three months. Maybe I would have lost enough weight. Maybe I would have gotten off this blood pressure medicine. Maybe I would have looked better in that outfit. So take action now or deal with regret later. It's the same way they tell us, if you do not make time for wellness now, you'll be forced to make time for illness. And we don't want that. We want to be well. We want to stay well. So we want to live in the moment, in the now. We don't want that all or nothing mentality that keeps us from doing anything. That keeps us from moving just an inch further. We spoke a few chapters earlier about motivation. And if we rely on motivation, we're not going to do anything because sometimes it's strong, sometimes it's not. We just have to rely on the fact that we're looking at ourselves fast forward six months, what you're going to feel like, what you're going to look like, healthier, less weight, less joint issues. You look ahead. This is what I'm going to look like. You have to encourage yourself. If you have to put a picture on your fridge or by your bedside, you want to stay strong. And most importantly, you want to avoid the sabotage. I was an expert of sabotaging myself. I would sabotage myself by telling myself that, oh, I can do this. And then later I'll tell myself, well, it's not big enough. Or I can do all of them three, four things, and then I get stressed and I drop all of them because I'm not making any leadway. So we don't want to sabotage ourselves at all. Now, before we get to that, I want you to pay attention to when you set a goal. Is it short-term or is it long-term? A lot of times we want things to be immediate. We want to lose the 20 pounds or 40 pounds in two months or less than that because we have a wedding coming up. Are we realistic? We didn't put all the weight all in one day. It's going to take time to fall off. So we need to be realistic with ourselves. 
we have to be true to ourselves. And when we stay true to ourselves using the SMART goals, we can proceed to avoiding the sabotage or the I will start tomorrow syndrome. Have you had periods where you wake up and you're supposed to go exercising and you're like, oh, my bed is calling my name. I'd rather stay in bed. And you fall into it. What I've done to prevent that from happening is have my clothes ready, but my pets on my water, everything. Because, you know, we hear it. If you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. So that's a sabotage hack that I've been able to avoid. Not postponing and not talking myself out of things because I've prepared my brain mentally for that one thing, not multiple things, right? Because if you don't do that, you're going to be underestimating. You're going to cycle back into the not doing it, quitting. Everybody's going to be used to quitting. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. My goal on this podcast is to empower, educate, and encourage you to take actionable steps to triumph at living at your finest, body, mind, and spirit. Of note, the information provided here is for educational purposes only and does not substitute as medical advice. Please discuss your healthcare needs with your licensed medical professional. If you are in need of a compassionate and comprehensive holistic physician or know someone who is, please reach out through my website, Live Wellness for a meet and greet. It'll be my honor to talk to you. Are we connected on social media yet? I share more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily. So please join me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Living at Your Finest Wellness, where we can learn together and stay connected. Lastly, please subscribe to iTunes if you have not done so already and share the podcast within your circle of influence. An extra step? Leave a review and let me know what topics or discussions you would like to hear more of. Thanks in advance. It is always a thing of joy to hear from you. Now, let's get back to today's episode. And fast forward later, you're going to wish you had even started or done something. Because again, consistency is what matters, not perfection. But you know, I was amazed when I was doing this research to find out that Postponing is our body's natural behavior. So it's not our fault. We just need to be aware of it. We need to know who the enemy is in the house. So why does why does that happen? It's because we are moving away from our default, the way our body just naturally operates, right? Maybe just stay in bed or not exercise or not sleep adequately or not eat properly. And then you are now deciding you want to do something different. Your body's like, well, hey, hold up. What's going on? What are we up to? Why do we need to do this? And the moment you begin to rationalize the thought and, and, and anticipate how difficult it's going to be, then your brain is going to talk you out of it because it doesn't want, it doesn't want you to be stressed. It doesn't want to be stressed. It's like you stressing your brain is stressing the brain. So you definitely want to be aware of all these things. I used to think it was just not me not having willpower, but it was really about minimizing my stress level and understanding that my body will naturally want to go to default. So I have to be very strategic and intentional about how I keep myself on goal and on task. First, we have to divide and conquer, right? So. Let me tell you a story. So I've, I usually drink water. I've gotten in the habit of drinking water first thing in the morning. I have it by my bedside, four ounces. 
four cups rather so about uh that's times eight 32 ounces and i will drink that and then maybe the second half i mean i i'm automatic with the first one the second one i always have to remind myself but then i now fell in love with this bottle that was so big you know like the full gallon because i was trying to drink a whole gallon um and I bought the thing and you won't believe I could not drink it for the life of me. Even the one that I would drink in the morning, I couldn't. And that was because in my mind, it was too big. So I needed to break it down into smaller containers back to what I used to do. So be aware of what your challenges are. Be aware of what the setbacks are. The goal could be the same, but the way you get to it could be different. So that was one thing that I was doing. I needed to divide and conquer and make things smaller. Don't do too many things all at the same time. Take breaks. Reflect on what you're doing, right? Again, remember, lifestyle medicine is a death. It's, it's, it's lifelong. It's not like you arrive. As long as we live on this earth, we are going to constantly do our best to be healthy, right? Because we have a lot of variables, a lot of forces. So we need to make things as simple and easy. We have to make it easy for the brain to comprehend and to follow through. So that's the approach that I would encourage you to take. Small bites, be reflective. And if you have to readjust, go ahead and do that. Don't have inaction because inaction creates a habit and you will not even start and you would feel like the wagon, you're, you're struggling to get back on the GAN wagon, you have to keep doing it. Even if it is two minutes instead of five, even if it's 30 minutes instead of an hour, don't get into inaction. Do something because that's what's going to trigger you. It's going to make you feel accomplished. Just like I heard a long time ago that when you wake up in the morning, the best thing you can do for yourself is lay your bed because it gives you a sense of accomplishment. So that's what I would like for you to do today. I want you to pay attention to those things that have slowed you down, those things that have kept you from saying, that has kept you from doing what you need to do and has kept you saying the if only trap, if only, if only a more strong will, oh, if only I could stick to this. You can, you just have to have your strategies in place. Thank you for listening. We have one more chapter and then we'll wrap it up. Take care. God bless.